salmon broth like things. Hello, Sam. How are you? Did we start the show? I didn't know. You said hello. It cued me I like a Pavlovian dog. I was just ready. Yeah. We started the show just when I said hello, Ross. That's how we do it. Oh. Hey, Sam. <laughs> how are you? See, listen, every time you say it, it just comes out of me. I don't know. <laughs> Welcome to Sam and Ross Like Things, the show where I'm Sam. And I'm Ross. We talk about things that we like with no hedging. We just like liking things. Uh, and uh, this is episode 65 of your Seminars yeah. Like Things program. Five, six, fiver, six, fiver. That's a lot of numbers. Yeah. 65 is like, it's a good round number. Like you might get like a special comic at issue 65, but not like one with a hologram on it. Oh, that's a good way to put it. I was trying to put it in terms of Baker's dozens and I just figured I gave up halfway through. <laughs> Math, who even knows? Who even knows? Whew. Um, do we have uh, any uh, follow-up? Yes. I think I wanted to say one thing about our self-addressed stamped envelope situation uh-huh. that to the to the human who sent us a self-addressed stamped envelope. S- uh, self-addressed envelope. Yes. We will stamp. It, we, we haven't executed our stamping and, and stuffing procedure yet, <laughs> but we have an idea and we will execute it. I owe Sam a coffee anyway, so we'll, we're going to do all of this stuff shortly. Excellent. So keep waiting for that. Excellent. Yeah. And I had some follow-up. Last uh, week, your, uh, like Prime, was writing in your diary. Yes. You used day one, and I installed that on my phone, and I started doing it. I'm only like a few days in. Uh, I haven't written anything super long, but uh, making sure I do it at least once a day. I made a little shortcut that asks me... Uh, some questions. How was your mood? Uh, did you make good food choices today? Um, and then that does neat things like uh, updates. I also use an app called Streaks to track, you know, how long I've been, how many days in a row I do things. I find that's good for mm-hmm. habit making. Uh, in the shortcut, I have it so when I say yes to something, it not only um, it marks it off as complete in streaks, and then all of that gets put into the start of a day one journal entry. Oh, that's fun. So you're doing kind of like a quantized self or whatever, quantified self thing Yeah, I in addition to just to... I'm not giving it metrics so much as prompts. Prompts, yeah. yeah. Like I've got my, my uh, how did you do scale is thumbs down emoji, shrug emoji, and thumbs up emoji. Oh, dude, three point scale is my ultimate favorite scale. I love that. And so I often find that by the time I get to the journal, the journal time, a day that might have been a shrug might actually be a thumbs up. That's happened. Oh, interesting. Is that is that due to going through the prompts have has changed your outlook or why is that? Um, I don't know why. Just probably okay. being being more mindful. I don't know. It just I, I tend to end my days happier than you know when I'm rage hungry in the middle of the day. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, dude, that's not that's cool. I'm glad you're doing that, and I am interested to hear subsequent follow-up should it exist. And it was fun programming a little fake shortcuts program. I love the that pro stuff. tip, you can attach a shortcut uh, program to a reminder. So the reminder pops up, and you just hit the little shortcuts icon, and it opens right up to your shortcut. Yes, I do this with the, um, the to-do app called Do, and you can put a URL to your shortcut in there. And so that's what I have. That, that's what mine is. It pops up and says data diary. And it has a link to tap on that then runs the thing with the prompts and stuff. To Ross. Yes. Hello. It's time for stuff other people like. Stop! Now, this is the first stuff other people like since Facebook is no longer part of your life completely. That's right. And you know what, Sam? No, what? Tell this me. list <laughs> This list is tight. It's this tight? is a, I was it was tight tight. It's tight. It's, it's I was long reading through list. it. Oh, it's very longly. It's um tight. it is and I I'm I have a lot of I have a lot of thoughts on this and so I'm excited to get into it. Let's get into it. Listen, just a small tangent before before we start. <laughs> I think about that and 
you know, you you know, friend of the show Matt, who wrote all our music. Yes. He had he, which you just sang out loud. He, there was like a get into it thing he wrote for his wrestling podcast. Mm-hmm. Was it wrestling or was it? I forget what it was. Whichever one of his podcasts. Dang, I think about that get into it soundbite all the time. <laughs> I it, I, it's I think it's just one. Yeah, it it would. It's like I want to put it under my um my quick hit. Can I? Can one of my quick hits just be the get into it sound thing? Uh, no rules. No rules. Just right. Okay. <laughs> Time to get into it. Okay. Mike likes Pinocchio. All right. We need to stop there. Specifically, a, yeah. game, <laughs> a game called Pinocchio that was a drinking game that he introduced uh, to me in college. Would you like to know the rules, Ross? Yeah, of course. Uh, the first thing you do is say, hey, Ross, do you want to play Pinocchio? Sure. All yeah. Right. Let's um, do it. Ross, take a drink. And now, oh, I just did, actually, out of this beer. Okay. Yep. And you just lost. And so you have to take a drink. And, oh, this seems like a dangerous uh-huh. game. And so you would then say, hey, Sam, take a drink. Hey, Sam, take a drink. Oh, man. Okay. How does this, doesn't it mm-hmm. just like escalate very quickly? It can, but that's the, not the secret to Pinocchio. What's the secret? The secret to Pinocchio is yes. you have to wait till the person forgets they're playing. How? I guess the further you get in the game, the shorter that, that time right, but, is. Um, a game can continue beyond a certain session. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Did you guys play this a ton? So we continue to play it. So right now, as I'm recording, I am opening up my messages, moving my head out of the way of my phone, uh, my pop filter so that my phone recognizes me, and I'm opening up a text message to my friend, Mike, and I'm going to say, hey, Mike, drink. Oh, this is like, this is live. And now he has to take a drink. So I've... <laughs> <laughs> That's the game. It's it's brilliant in its simplicity. Yes. <laughs> um, I'm going to continue on since we got stopped on the very first word. First, no third word. Uh, yes. So Mike continues and likes homemade soft pretzels. I recommend Alton Brown's recipe, and I'm going to have to stop myself here, Sam. Yeah. Because I make soft pretzels every Fourth of July. And I use Alton Brown's recipe, and I can tell you it is a perfect, incredible recipe. It's wonderful. Um, Mike says, uh, related like our stand mixer, I wouldn't have the patience to make pretzels without it. And I'll tell you what, Mike, I make pretzels every year without a stand mixer, and it's fine. So oh, Good to know. Yeah. Mike's almost four-year-old likes the song Mamma Mia. She's okay with the ABBA version, but prefers the one by, quote, the other people, by which he means the track from the Capitol Stage cast soundtrack of the musical also named Mamma Mia. And I looked for this on Apple Music to put in the playlist, but I couldn't figure out which one was the Capitol Stage cast soundtrack. Uh, um, so maybe someone can tell me. Yeah, I bet Mike would send us a link. Okay. Continuing, Cash likes Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. That's such a good game. Do you Pretty have, good. Do you have this game? Oh yeah, we've played it against each other. Yeah, 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 man. Have you set? Have you settled on your main? Who's your main? Uh, my main always, always, and forever reverts to Link. Yeah. And in like every Smash Bros, it's always been. And like I will spend time elsewhere, but like it always just ends up being back at Link. Just, just basic Link, not Toon Link or uh, Young Link. Isn't that boring? Yeah, it, just basic Link. I just like regular not, Link. You're hedging. You're hedging. It's not boring. I know. I know. I like regular Link. I'm a. Uh, I'm. I'm primarily Pikachu, but I'll throw in some Pichu, just because it's fun. Yeah, and I think if I were to pick one other one, it would be either you know the the Peach or the Princess, um, Peach or Daisy. Uh, I spend some time in in that slot in too. that realm. Yeah, um, Matt likes the Expanse, which I love. Have you seen the Expanse? No, I Sam? haven't seen it yet. Ah, it's so good. I hear it's excellent. I hear Matt likes it. L- Matt likes it. I like it. I recommend it to everyone. It's great. JR likes the this this is a good like for my son. Um he recently had a band thing, like they did like weekend band with school. Okay. And like did like a whole thing where they practiced for a Saturday and then they had a, a little concert for like like a three song concert. Cool. And he he likes the moment of silence in between when you finish playing music and before people start clapping. That's such a good like. Isn't that good? It's so good and it, it 
it's also sort of parallels to when you know a song has like a long pause in it, so you know not to clap, but you mm. hear other people mm-hmm. at the concert not know that there's a long pause, and you feel good about yourself. And you're like, not yet. Yeah, not yet, not yet. Susan likes the way Alexis from... Okay, Sam, I have a question. I have a procedural question. Procedural question. Yeah, there. I'm going to say the name of this Canadian comedy show. Oh, yeah, you can say the name. That... Oh, can I? We're fine. Just emphasize okay. the shuh, shuh, shuh. Okay. Like a Russian letter. Su- okay. Uh, the, all right. Susan likes the way Alexis. Yes. Those are two different letters. That sounds the same to me. <laughs> uh, all right. Here we go. Susan likes the way Alexis from Shits Creek. <laughs> Was that right? Yeah. It's uh, S C H I T T apostrophe S. Yeah. How she says. David, and she says it, I think if I were to say it, and <laughs> I think I would say, David, Aww. like that. <laughs> uh, this show is incredible too, Sam, if you're not watching this show. I have so many shows to watch. I imagine it is. It's really good. Um, Kat likes making sourdough bread. Oh, this is my wife, Kat, and she has been making bread, uh, and I get to partake of this bread. It is delicious. Do you guys do, I think we've talked about this before, but you have like a living, a living starter somewhere in the kitchen, right? Just uh, hanging. We, yes, we do. I don't see it at the moment. We might, there are many living foods in our kitchen right now. So I can see the kombucha uh, growing. Well, I can't literally see it growing, but it's over there. Um, there's a starter somewhere. I love it. That's awesome. Oh, uh, real time, re- real time follow up before we go oh. to my daughter. A uh, friend of the show, Mike says, uh, way ahead of you, uh, tongue out emoji. We can buy beer at Costco now, so I'm currently enjoying a Kirkland Brown Ale. Now, do, now, does Mike have to do anything to acknowledge or or advance to the next turn? Um, I mean, there is there aren't formal turns. I can. He hasn't told me to drink, but he probably will. It's it's kind of assumed it's his turn, but I could give him another one right now, and he'd go, "Oh man," and have to take another drink. Those are the rules of Pinocchio. Okay. Okay. Um. Back to your daughter, Imogen. Imogen likes Roblox and Tegwins. Is that right? Yep. How do I Tegwin. say that? Tegwin cupcakes. Tegwins. Explain Tegwin both of those is, things Tegwin to me. Tegwin is her friend, whose name is oh. Tegwin, <laughs> who, who makes cupcakes <laughs> sometimes. That's awesome. And Roblox is an iOS game that's like, we are positive on the show. It's full of lots of like little mini games that... I don't fully understand as an old person. <laughs> I know one That's is awesome. one is like you have to put together an outfit and then it's social so like your friends on Roblox can then rate your outfit, I think. I'm not sure how is the this, friend component is, this? is in place, but there are you could look it up on the App Store and get a sense. It's like mini. I don't even know. I'm a bad parent. I'm not actually a bad parent. I was. I shouldn't hedge. You shouldn't hedge. Is it related to some sort of other IP or is it its own thing? Uh, we are still in the realm of I've, I'm an old person now. I don't think it's. it's oh, okay, I don't okay, think okay. It's, uh, oh, and it's spelled R O B L O X. Oh, that's how you know it's for the the youngs. Except for, yeah, there it is. It is the number one adventure game on the App Store from the Roblox Corporation. What the heck? Being old so weird. I used to not be old. Yeah. But now I am. I'm old too. And yeah, so uh, check that out on Emmy's recommendation if you are a youth. I will. I will. I mean, I will encourage the youths I cross path, <laughs> path with to, to do that. Sam's youngest daughter likes baking. Now, is there does Sam's youngest daughter bake cupcakes? Yes. Oh, is do we need is there a cupcake tournament of some sort? Um, it's a tournament that uh, everyone wins. Oh, a millennial tournament. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Just kidding, just kidding. That's rude. Um tell, uh Valerie likes Catherine O'Hare as Moira Rose. Now, this is that same show I was talking about earlier. And Catherine O'Hare, who you may remember from a million things, but also Home Alone. Is it Catherine O'Hare? Plays O'Hara, maybe. I don't think yeah. she's a mm-hmm. space bunny. You don't know that. True. Um, I, I'm quick to judge. <laughs> she plays an amazing character in that show and is, it's hard to pick a favorite part because the show is so incredible, but her character is wonderful. Um, Ron likes Grant Morris's run on 
Green Lantern. Now, you're you're a Green Lantern guy, right, Sam? Or you were at one point. I am. Have you read the Grant Morrison run? Uh, I, it is four issues in, maybe five. And so it's just starting out. It mm-hmm. is weird in a good way. So there's uh, one okay. Green Lantern who is just looks like a normal dude, except for his head is a volcano. Well, seems fine. Yeah. So stuff like that. It's just weird without... It's in the realm of like... It doesn't ex- try to explain it's weird. It's just there. And I can dig it. Okay. All right. Um, S. Williams likes rainy weather. Uh, it's pronounced Swilliams. Oh, excuse me. Swilliams likes rainy weather. Uh, Swilliams lives in Arizona, so it might be oh. play into uh, his liking of when he sees rain. I wasn't going to yuck anybody's yum, but we've had a lot of rain lately here. I'm only happy when it rains. Oh, you must be ecstatic lately. <laughs> um, Tracy likes traveling solo and going to shows solo. That sounds sublime. Not that I don't love my family. I do, but a solo trip sometimes is just what you need. I do enjoy... I, I like Sometimes I have to travel for work solo, and it feels awesome until like day two and a half. Oh, but the first me. night. Yeah. First night is pretty cool. Uh, Plofmaster likes silly nicknames, gummy bears in his office kitchenette, and the This Old Tony metalworking youtube channel <laughs> that sounds pretty good <laughs> what a good named show yeah when he was talking about silly nicknames i put out this uh this social media post asking the question so th- this is going to be topical ross um our current okay, okay. president um recently called the ceo of apple uh tim apple when his name oh, yeah. was tim cook <laughs> And so I po- yes. posed the question, if our president were to address you as the wrong last name, what would he call you? And I thought Dan mm. Dan Plofmaster came up with the best one, which was he would be called Danny Pizza. <laughs> <laughs> That's so offensive. <laughs> Is it? I love it. I mean, yeah, like no just the just the entire idea of a person <laughs> reducing another human down to a single word is like offensive in itself, you know? Yes. Uh, and so like, you know, I think they're, they're all offensive, but it, yeah, that's real good. Dan <laughs> makes good, delicious pizza. So like, yes. I don't know, it could be way worse, right? Yes. Um, also, I would like to learn more about this old Tony. Yeah. And the, like, just look at all those words together. This old Tony metalworking YouTube channel. Metal. Sounds great. Oh, I didn't even go think about that. Maybe it, maybe he's like an old metal dude that <laughs> has like started doing metalworking. Oh wow! I, yeah, um, Julie, Sam. I think my favorite part of this show is when we invent headcanon <laughs> for things that we could easily just know the answer to. We can't go to YouTube right now. <laughs> oh no, definitely not. It screws everything up. Yes. I did it once. Um, okay, <laughs> Julie likes underdogs and Cinderella stories, college basketball, and March. If I were to read in between the lines here, I think these are VC basketball related tweets. Oh, are they underdogs now? Uh, uh, not as much as they were, but man, some sad basketball stuff happened this weekend. Um, let's not even get into it because this is a podcast about stuff we like. Okay. Let me know if any of the future likes from the sad are sad and I should take them out because they might be dated. No, 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 no. We're not in that part. Of, that, that That's fine. Everything's fine. Okay. It just was sad. Oh, um, like they lost a game. It, yes, yes, yes. But but there's the the bracket just came out like a minute ago. Are they on it? Um, yeah, yeah. They're an eight seed. So so I, it's exciting. There's no more sadness. Um, Zach likes reevaluating his everyday carry, tinkering, and hosting friends for dinner. Zach is good. I I yeah, and. I like reevaluating my everyday carry too. Um, I like reevaluating everything about a system in my life. Yeah. I'll tell you what. <laughs> yeah, I know Zach just got a new Timbuktu bag, which is pretty fancy. Right. I know this this drives him nuts, but like I have, we were talking about pouches and pockets and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I think this was him. And I just keep everything in a big sack. <laughs> and is it, on a, is it on a stick? Is it a bindle on a stick? I, it does have a cool loop on it that you could easily affix to a stick in a bindle-like fashion. Excellent. Um, but there's no pockets in there, you know? And so, like, everything's just thrown in there. And then when I was reevaluating just the other day because I rode my bicycle home in the rain, the, the, the sack was soaking wet. So I just <laughs> dumped it all out on the table. And it like everything dried out so easily because I just emptied its contents onto the table. Sure. 
We're different people, I think, me and Zach. Um, <laughs> David likes last night's Star Trek Discovery, I have which is an, another fantastic show. show. <sighs> Love it. Um, Sarah M. likes Greek fries from Stella's Grocery. Those sound good. What's on those? Yeah. Like feta? Feta, yeah. Olives, I don't know. Do you put olives on fries? I, I would. I would, too. I think I'd put olives on most things. Um, IB likes an article called VCU reviewed Will Wade's tenure, found no red flags. Do you know, this is like our own version of yes, yes, no. Do you know anything about this, Sam? No. Okay, so Will Wade was the previous coach at VCU, and he was not the best dude and left abruptly. And and now lots of folks in town are dislike him as a coach, kind of in for a lot of reasons, but mainly because he left in a like a, ungentlemanly fashion to go coach at uh, LSU. Okay. And he's been doing like, okay, at LSU. But then there was this huge investigation. The FBI was involved in stuff. And he had basically been, well, the accusation is he has been paying parents and players to come play at LSU. That's against Which the is rules. like against the, yeah, against the rules and against some laws. And so people at VCU community were like schadenfreude happy that he is now ruined basically but also there was like a little bit of concern that maybe he was doing this at vcu as well but so far it looks like he has not oh well that's good yeah um continuing arden likes kroger click list is that the thing that you talked about where they bring you your groceries to your car heck yeah it's it's life-changing i love it couldn't live without it um arden continues mayor pete 2020 I love Mayor Pete. I don't know anything um, about that. Pete Buttigieg. He is the openly gay mayor of South Bend, Indiana, okay. and he is running for president of America. President of America? All of it? Of America. Um, uh, I think so. Continental, maybe? I'm not sure. Okay. I think the whole thing. Neat. Um, but yeah, he's cool, man. He's like a cool dude, and I know like it's weird for like mayor of small midwest town to be in the like national picture for national politics but he's a cool guy and he was involved in i think the like dnc chair election or whatever thing that i didn't really follow but you should go- give him a google i think i will uh arden continues the orville which is like that star trek tangential show um by the family guy guy family guy guy <laughs> and little league that Little League, that got me. I don't know why that got me. Um, and Little League baseball season is upon us. Arden finally says, they also like the word Banff. Banff. <laughs> is that a place in Canada? What is that word? Or is that the Nightcrawler sound? No, that's, that's Banff. Banff. I don't know. Yeah. Did you know that when people started doing the, you know how the, you do like IMO and you know, internet speak, and people would mm-hmm. do B-A-M-F, which has a swear at the end? I thought they were all referencing Nightcrawler. <laughs> that's very wholesome of you yeah like why is everybody like nightcrawler all all of a sudden (laughs) all right ross k who's not me is another ross ross k likes one idle hands opening at 6 a.m i want to i want to asterisk star thumbs up this like because coffee shops that open at nine don't make any sense to me right like it's too late at that point. Yeah, you're... I mean, it's not, it's not ever too late, but like... Yeah, it's too late. So 6 a.m., great. Um, number two, building a new bike myself. That it works, and it is going to be a great bike. Ooh, that sounds like fun. That sounds fun and impressive. And then three, getting the Greek yogurt-based homemade blue cheese dressing recipe just right, finally. Oh, man. That sounds really good. I love a blue cheese. Do you think Ross K would share with us? I don't know if you got it just right. He could he could sell that on he could sell that. Sell it on Etsy probably. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I always like to buy my soft cheeses <laughs> off the internet. <laughs> uh, Jeremy likes an article called "When Upstream Public Health Efforts Fall Short." Hey, are we going to get links to these articles in the in the show notes? If you want, I guess. What? <laughs> yeah. Sure. yeah. All right. Wait, Sam. Hmm. Real time follow up. Okay. It's not. It's not real time. It's real time in the context of the list. Okay. Because Holly likes the Banff Mountain Film Festival World Tour. Oh. Banff. Banff. This is the same Banff. <laughs> is it? Are you sure? <laughs> it could be a different one. It's gotta be. 
Totally got to be. It has to be. Um, anyway, and also Holly likes shows at James River High. Hi. Got her giggles. Shows. Excuse me. Shows at James River High every year. <laughs> I got the church giggles over that. I don't know why. <laughs> All right, Sam. We got two, we got two more. Let's just can let's just kind of focus. Focus in. Christopher likes the big kitchen. It is a lifesaver. What in the world is that? The big kitchen. It's got capital letters. Is it? Is the big kitchen? This is what the big kitchen is. It's a it's a, a set of kitchen utensils that you buy that are larger than normal large. kitchen utensils. <laughs> <laughs> like you would use, like if you were playing a Hobbit. Yeah, they're such a lifesaver. <laughs> I think it might be that. They maybe just got a big kitchen. Oh, like he used to have a, a small kitchen, and now he has a. Okay, and they've just internally started calling it the big kitchen. Yeah, I, I mean, I would. Okay, maybe Christopher will update us. Uh, and then finally, Maria likes Fridays. Fridays. Whew, that's that good. Fridays. Good that's a good. That's a good. Sp- that's a great list. Whew, I'm exhausted after that list. I don't think I saw any drop off between Facebook and Twitter. Well, that's because uh, people like things no matter where they are. Oh, Sam, that's good. Yeah, <laughs> that's good. Ross, do you want to talk about yeah. the money mm-hmm. stuff? Yeah, we like money. You should give it to us. You can go to <laughs> Patreon.com/slash/SamandRossLikeThings. See, I got it got first it time, one. first try. Got it in one, It'll be right and you can top. join our Patreon right at the, it is, it is right at the top. You go right at the top of that website, patreon.com slash Sam Ross things, and you can give us money per episode of this show. So since we release every fortnight, yep, exactly. it's about, every two weeks, it's about 21, no, 27, nope. <laughs> so, you know, if you could divide 52 by two, I don't think you would know be. how often, it probably can't be, no, but that's how fine. many times... That's pro- that's how many times you would give us money each year. Yeah. Um, and you can give us as little as $1 per episode or as much as $1 million per episode. And we've committed publicly in, past, in the past where if we each receive a million dollars, I've lost track at this point, no, I but a, it is a large amount of money. Collectively enough to replace our current salaries. Yeah. Um, we will... What will we do? We just keep doing the show like we're doing it now? <laughs> Uh, we would consider quitting our jobs and doing the show, show full time. Oh, okay. That's what yeah. it says so, in the goal. See, I think... <laughs> so, so big, big incentive for y'all. Um, <laughs> anyway, we use, the money, we use the money for real things like hosting, domain, yes. um, and, that, and that stuff. And, and I think we have covered our costs basically for this past year. So thank you very thank much you so to much. everyone who has given us money for that. It makes us feel joy when Patreon sends us emails about that sort of thing. Absolutely. So Thank it you. is patreon.com slash Sam and Ross like things. Um, and you can give us money and we are thankful if you do. Thanks, Ross. How was that? I only got sidetracked a little bit in the middle. Uh, that never happens. So um, it's episode 65, which 65. is a prime number. The baker's dozen. Mm-hmm. It's three baker's dozens. And that means that I go first. <laughs> you got it. Yeah, Sam, this week, mm-hmm. the thing that you like is long underwear. Just in time for spring. Listen, I think it's a good, it's a good recap, you know? Long, hard winter. Like, yeah. let's talk about it. Yeah. So, it was a cold winter, and uh, sometimes it gets pretty darn cold out there. Super and cold. And I uh, ride the bus frequently, and I walk around downtown between offices, and I like to generally be outside, and I like my legs not to be cold. So there is a, but I have to wear, you know, work pants. I can't just wear like three pair. I can't wear snow pants around the office as much as I would like to. Um, Get that good nylon swishing sound as you move around. Exactly. So you can just wear regular pants, but put on long underwear underneath them. It's like two pants. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Mm. (laughs) So that's the primary thing is your legs aren't cold. Um, the second thing is I normally don't have things like that tight on my legs. It's like your legs are getting a uh, big leg hug. I, I, lo- I love that. Hugs for your legs. Love it. Hugs for your legs. So you put it on and then you're like, whoa, this is, this is different but nice. 
I don't think I would do it every day because mm. it would be warm on warm days. But it is definitely like uh, putting on a pair of hugs. Do you think so? This is like hugs for your legs have been around for a long time in the form of tights, right? Mm-hmm. Do you tights? Tight. Do you think that um, in America, at least for the last however I've been along, tights have typically been reserved for women? Typically, right? Yeah, and uh, Ren Fair, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. Do you think that that it is a, a a joy for people who've been wearing tights forever in a hugs for your leg way, or is that like old hat, old old hugs? I can I, I can only speak for me mm-hmm. that uh, I think that I personally, if I were wearing tights every day, I might you might uh, not get the full hug sensation mm-hmm. that comes from living in the temperate Richmond climate where long underwear is only needed on a handful of days a year. I love that, man. Tell me, so tell me about your specific long underwear. Like you go and waffle, like what it, what it, what's it, what's it look like? I, I only have one pair. Oh, I would like to get another one. It is from a company called Pact. Pact. Uh, which is, uh, they make underwear. (laughs) <laughs> and long and short this uh i think it's uh just a cotton lycro blend and it's uh, nice and cozy and i like that now you have to be pretty familiar but like i'm more comfortable walking in the middle of the night to get a glass of water in long underwear than i would be in just my normal undergarment mm-hmm. because it's slightly longer yeah it's it's almost like you said it's almost like pants it's almost like pants. It's tight pants. Tight pants. So do you, when you said you wear like regular pants, like work pants, are these like the thin, thin like suit pants kind of thing? Yeah, thin like khaki or suit pants that really don't do much. They just basically let air through all the way. Yeah, man. Bus stop life on that sounds real bad. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I've got some temperature tiers, basically, uh, and they go in... Fahrenheit 10 degree increments of uh, below 70 I need some sort of top garment I have a sort of so 60 to 70 light jacket uh 50 to 60 slightly heavier jacket uh below 50 I will wear um kind of a, a woolly winter jacket below 40 I'm Still not in long underwear, but if I if I drop if it drops below freezing, if we're in the twenties, I need the long underwear on. This is fascinating. This temperature gradient is this something that you just you know in your mind and you're like yeah I know in my mind like below once I'm in the twenty once I'm in the twenties I get out my Russia coat, <laughs> which is my <laughs> big coat I got for Russia, and I bundle up and if it's if it's getting to the low twenties the long underwear has to come on too. Man, my my I don't know what my temperature gradient is, but I wear long underwear the in the first excuse I have. The first excuse. <laughs> yeah. I just and I do it, dude, dude. I do it. The hugs for your legs is uh, is the leading factor for me. I I will go when it's too warm, just because I would wear tights every day if it was socially acceptable, I think. I don't think anyone would stop you. No, but then I just have to have lots of conversations with people. And like I don't want to. So, uh Back in back in high school and college, I participated in Winter Guard, Color Guard, oh, mm-hmm. which is sort of a dancey, twirly, flaggy thing, and we would wear a thing called a unitard, <laughs> mm-hmm. which is a you can picture a leotard, but it has legs, like full legs, and that's like an all-over body hug. Yeah, hug for your body. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So you could wear one of those. You could wear one of those underneath underneath your regular <laughs> clothes, like it were a suit of mithril. <laughs> do, Sam, do you do you go long underwear top ever? I have considered it this winter. I don't. I don't have a pair, but I would. And because when I was a kid, like I don't think I liked that sensation, so I avoided the long underwear because uh, I don't think I liked the hug as much. I wanted mm. to just felt weird and i didn't like things that felt weird 
even though weird can sometimes be good. And I would like to try try the top. I guess I've got a little while to plan for for the next uh, next occasion. Yeah, how fun does that sound? Like you could it you could sounds pretty fun. You could get like yourself a fun little summer present and then have it like ready to go for the first mm-hmm. like cold day. <laughs> And and one thing I do like about the long underwear is when you put it on, you feel a little whimsical, just like you're an old timey person. Like I'm not full like uh, I'm none of mine have like a flap, right? Like a back. like a lumberjack situation. Like a lumberjack situation, but you're kind of borderline. Like mm-hmm. it's like man, I'm kind of like a a whim. I'm I'm full of whimsy. I'm wearing wearing hugs on my legs. It's like you have a cool secret. Yeah, exactly. Nobody knows but me mm-hmm. and my legs. <laughs> you and your legs. <laughs> it's not like a commercial. I love it. Are you going to put a link in the show notes? Yeah, I'll put a link to uh, to the ones I have, and I would appreciate feedback on what uh, everyone likes as, as their long underwear of choice. I mean, you don't have to get like, yeah, I, you don't have to get all detailed, just like, these are awesome. That's what I want to hear. I would love long underwear feedback because I have two. I have two pairs, but they both like the elastic is all worn out, and so I had to. Oh, no. Yeah, this was their. I retired them this season, so like I am on. I am on the hunt as well for like new. I want the best of the best. The best hugs. Give me the best, best hugs. Best of the best. Mm-hmm. Wow. I bet there's new technology that just we haven't even fathomed. That's what I'm saying. Just in the long underwear space. Mm-hmm. And I think like you should. My new thing is you should just buy fewer longer lasting higher quality things right uh i don't disagree and so like tell me that yeah tell me tell me what the best hugs for your legs situation is and i'll I'll buy that is there a wire cutter for long underwear no but i'm registering the domain right now <laughs> awesome wire cutter for long underwear.com <laughs> <laughs> that's that's worth 20 bucks <laughs> uh but yeah, it's just i like it it's good i wish uh I have more pairs, and I'm going to make that happen. Okay. Well, let's check in in November. Follow up. Follow up. Sorry, that's uh, it's a habit. I'm a, like Pavlov's <laughs> dog. Ross. Yes. This week, you like working at the library. I do. I love working at the library. I do that a lot, work at the library. So by that, I assume you don't mean as an employee of the library. Oh, no, but that sounds... I'm one way underqualified to do that. Uh, but two, that sounds amazing. I would love to do that. Yeah. But tell me, tell me about, uh, working at the library is, is, uh, tell me your present day and a little bit of, of how you came, came to it. Yes. So I currently, I do have an office currently, but I don't really enjoy office life since it's just me, just the one, one me. I don't have any like coworkers. I've prefer to just like kind of be out in the world. Like you, I like to be outside and I like to walk around the city and be a part of the city. Um, so I find myself working from coffee shops often. And when I don't want to buy coffee or I don't want to drink coffee or I want to change the pace, I usually end up at one of three or four different libraries. Um, and I'll just set up my whole system, my, my whole like setup and I'll just do my work from a library and it is awesome. Neat. Yeah. Uh, Do you, I assume you don't have to take phone calls. Oh, that's a great point. I do not have to take phone calls. And um, it is kind of like when I do, I got to pack up my whole setup and then go outside and take the phone call and then come back and unpack my whole setup. But that's a small price to pay. It is. Access to the library. Yeah. So, so which libraries do you go to? Yeah. So I I have. Unless your OPSEC will be compromised. No, I don't care about my OPSEC. Um, it will be compromised, but that's fine. Um, my primary library these days is the VCU library. So I adjunct one class at VCU, which gives me access to the library, I guess. But t- top secret information, I think anyone can just go in the VCU library. I don't know. It's they. You just walk right in, and it seems fine. I don't know either, but I, I think it's a public place. It's public-ish, you know? Um, I, I love the VCU library because it is full of life. It is it is basically a coffee shop, right? There's like students and faculty and staff and like people like coming in, coming out, working, te- like having conversations, doing stuff. Um, I like that. It's nice to like, it's that like, what you know how like people like working in coffee shops because like the background white noise. The bustle. The bustle, yeah. It's got, it's got good bustle. Um, and then the other library I work out a lot of is the 
um, Richmond Public Library main library, which has less bustle, but still lots of cool people. And it is much quieter and um, much, much more classically library, I think. Sure. Sometimes I'll go to the Library of Virginia, but part of, as, as Zach would know, you know, part of my everyday carry includes a very small pocket knife. It's not even a pocket knife. It's like a Leatherman thing that's mostly scissors. And right. they like are pretty intense about going through your bag at the Library of Virginia. And depending on who goes through my bag, sometimes they find that and then they do not let me enter the building. Oh. Yeah, so I've stopped. I've kind of stopped going there as much because it's irritating to go and then have to leave. <laughs> and you carry all your stuff in a sack. Yeah, and I have this huge sack. And it's and like they're like, <laughs> they have to dump it. Well, well, see, see, this is exactly this is the benefit is like a lot of the times <laughs> folks will look at it and be like, all right, man, just go through. And I'm like, yeah, like you're not trying to go through this sack of stuff. <laughs> so it's like a junk drawer. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hiding something in the junk drawer. Yeah. Awesome. Um, do you have like your table? Okay, yes, I do. In all of those libraries, I have my table. And the libraries are cool because like the Richmond Public Library, I like a specific table in the back of the first floor because the first floor has like really amazing light. These huge floor to ceiling natural wind, um, floor to ceiling windows that let in all this natural light. And there's a table there. It looks out at the law library. And so like when you like look up, you just see all these law books, which for some reason is like kind of inspiring. Um, but it just feels like you're outside almost um, to work back there. And then upstairs, sometimes I'll go upstairs there and the lighting's not as good, but I do have a table there too that I usually go to. In the, v- okay. in the VCU library, Sam, I don't know if you know this about the VCU library, but the VCU library is set up in like a gradient of silence. Do you know this? No, I don't. This is incredible and a fantastic idea because you, like, you know how like libraries have shifted a little bit from a quiet place to get books to like a place to provide community services. Well, I would argue that they've always provided community services, but yes, I get your point. Okay, thank you. The, I would agree with you. I was, whatever, I don't know what I'm trying to say, but there is, it is a place for more than quiet reading is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. VCU has like crushed this and maybe this is how all libraries are. I don't know. But like the bottom floor of VCU is like, you can have a phone call down there if you want and it's fine. And there, I don't even think there's, there's not, it's not like shelves and shelves of books at that bottom floor, but people are talking, people are chatting, people are having like, you know, studying for tests together or whatever it is that college students do. And then the second floor is, and the second and third floor are quiet floors. So it's quiet, but there's like some typing. There's like some whispered tones. If you ate chips up there, that would be fine in the quiet floors. Okay. And then the fourth floor is silent. And so I think you would be looked askance if you typed real hard or ate chips, carrots, or celery. Wow. So computers are allowed, but you have to type quietly. Yeah, I, I, I was on the silent floor the other day, and I was like typing on my iPad, and I switched to typing on the glass because I felt bad. <laughs> gotcha. Where do you prefer to be? I'm usually on the ground floor because I like the bustle. But like I did have to like really do some like brain work the other day, and so I went all the way up to the fourth floor, and it was great because there was nothing. I just parked myself in front of a window that looked out over the campus, and there was no sounds. And it was very productive. Nice. Yeah. When you were picking your spots, what were you looking for? Like criteria? Yeah, I think you need, this is like my bars, right? Like what makes a good bar? Um, what yeah. makes a good library are, got to have places to sit. And which, you know, you have to, and like the VCU library does a good job because they have desks and chairs and tables and like cushy chair things and all sorts of stuff. Um, Richmond Public Library is just some comfortable wooden chairs that have probably been there since the 50s, but I enjoy the way they feel. You got to have a bathroom. This is part of public life that's really hard, right? Like if you aren't paying for coffee at a place or if you don't have an office or if you don't have an appointment somewhere, you don't necessarily have access to a bathroom, which is bananas. So Libraries are great places to have bathrooms that everybody can go to the bathroom in. Um, the VCU bathrooms are like out of this world good. And because the building is so big, if you like really need some privacy, you can find a bathroom in there that, that you'll, you have all to yourself. Well, that's important. That's important. I totally agree. And like, I think it's, I take advantage of, you know, random third floor corner bathroom kind of a lot. I hear you. 
Um, I think Water Fountain, similarly, like in the in like the realm of public life, there aren't a lot of places to just like fill up your water bottle. So I got to have a Water Fountain. I know how that, important that is to you. D- Sam, don't joke. It's super important. I'm not joking. It's completely serious. And then it's got to be easy to get to. Um, so buses and bikes and all the ones I go to are either like on a bus route or on a bike lane. Um, that's important. And then like, unlike the library of Virginia, like the flim flam of like coming in and going out and then have it being annoying is, is I, I dislike that. Like both the Richmond public library and VCU like are very easy to get in and out of. And the VCU library was scary for me at first. Cause I didn't know the rules. Do, are they, are they posted somewhere or you just have to learn them? Well, see that this is like the constant thing with, um, with places and people is that you just always have to learn whatever the rules are. Um, and so I still don't know what the rules are in the VCU library, but I just go in confidently and I haven't had a problem yet. Um, but I was worried there would be some sort of friction of coming and going. So I think a good part of a library is you should be able to come and go freely. Like we were talking about with the phone call, like it shouldn't be weird for you to go in, sit down for two seconds and then have to leave immediately to take a phone call. Right. That was a lot of things. But that's all true. Is this something you did in college or did it really start with your current job? I think it really started with my current job. I think I've been in the tech library, the main tech library, like two times in my entire life. Wow. Yeah. I don't think I ever went there for like an academic reason. Um, And I didn't go there to study or anything like that. But I love it. Like I I, I am, it's like eye-opening, I think, when you become a person looking for public space and you want public space to be a professional in you're like super limited in your options. Right. And libraries are great at that. Excellent. Well, thank Ross. Thanks, Ross. Any any final thoughts? Uh, check out your library today. And then <laughs> as as I said that the the like more you know star f- flew across. <laughs> have you do you like have you been to Wait, I want to ask you a question, Sam. Yeah. I'm sorry, but I'm going to ask you a question. Uh, I just wanted to know, like do you ever spend time in the library? I um haven't uh lately uh because my current job requires a certain level of presence on site uh, at my job i totally would though and i do enjoy like uh, we take the kids to the library sometimes and sometimes i'm there and it is nice just to sit in a quiet place and be even if you're just playing on your phone that's enough you know yes. but it's you know a quiet quiet place and i'm thinking based on what you've said yeah i'd kind of like to give it a try when i know i've got like heads down work to do that doesn't really involve interacting with other people just like saying i'm gonna go be in the library send me a text if you need me and i'll come out but i'm gonna be getting this done i think that would be great i think it's wonderful for that let me know follow up i will all right sam do some quick hits quick hits All right, Ross, my quick hit this week. There's a movie that came out in the like 2010, early 2010s mm-hmm. called The Spectacular Now. Ooh. And it's like a coming of age, like teen romance story. But, uh, and Netflix kept kept bringing it up to me because I do like the rom-coms. And they were like, you should watch this. Do you want to be watching this? You, We think you should watch this. So I was like, I was not feeling great one day. And so I just uh, put it on while I was lying in bed, and it was pretty good. Uh, it had teenagers who talked like teenagers, mm-hmm. which was pretty great. They, there were lots of ums and like, and like, you know, whatever. Like, like they weren't fast-talking, one-dimensional. They weren't stereotypes. They weren't uh, archetypes. You know, you tend to see that in a lot of teen movies where you've got the nerdy kid and the jock and right it's just Mm -hmm. they were just kids and it was very good it was good enough to the point like i've i saw oh it came from a book and so i just uh, got the book off of libby the library app yes and read it in a day whoa that's awesome well maybe i'll read it in a day i that has the guy from the drum movie in it right i don't know (sighs) okay it has the secret life of american teenager teenager in it it also has Captain Marvel in it. Ooh. Um, okay, I'm going to add it to my list. Great. Ross, do you have a quick hit? I do. I'm going to audible. I had written down the Umbrella Academy, which I think is wonderful, and I'm almost done with it, and I wish it would never end. But 
I'm going to, based on your thing about getting a book from Libby, um, I got the book called Feed recently. Oh, yeah. This book, did I talk about it? Did I already talk about this on this podcast? I think maybe you talked about it to me so many times (laughs) that I lost track. Listen, if this is a repeat, too bad because it's so good. This is, yeah, this is a book recommended to me by Alex Cox on the Do By Friday podcast. Um, Mm -hmm. And it is written before social media existed, and it is a dystopian future novel about what happened if we just had... This is before social media existed, Sam, and the idea of a feed didn't exist. And this person envisions a world where all of our communications and all of the advertising from huge corporations is combined into a single feed that just like runs in our brains. Does that sound familiar, Sam? A little bit, Ross. Yeah, this this book blew my freaking mind at every turn. So it's feed, and I forget the author's name, which is unfortunate of me. But it'll we'll get it in the show notes. I recommend it. Uh, Speaking of that, Ross, we're coming now to bottom of the show. And could you tell us where people could find show notes for Sam and Ross like things? Yes, of course. You can go to salmonrosslikethings dot com, and they will be right at the top. Right at the top. And if you want to uh, send us a postcard, you can send it to Sam and Ross Like Things, Care of Sam Davies, P.O. Box 25914, Richmond, Virginia, 23260-5914. The P.O. Box has been empty the past two times I've checked it. Whoa. So a uh, challenge out there to all of you uh, Sam and Ross Like Things listeners. Oh, man, we don't, we, don't have a, we don't have a word for them. We can't give them one. Do they have to come up with it on their own in Reddit? Oh, okay. If someone wants to invent a name for the listeners, I wouldn't be opposed. (laughs) All the music you heard is by Matt Fisher, friend of the show. Thanks, Matt. You can listen to his podcasts on the internet, maybe? I haven't checked to see if they're still there. I hope they are. We love you, Matt. And man, I'm not kidding. That get into it bit is just so good. Get into it. Get into it. Do we have anything else that we end the show with, Ross? I think I think we say bye at the end. Oh, we say where you can find you on the internet. Oh, yeah. You can find me at Ross Catro on all the things. That's R-O-S-S-C-A-T-R-O-W. You have you've been doing a lot of blogging. Blog. Oh, I have been blagging a lot. Um uh that is Ross.Catro.net, and I'm having a heck of a time doing the blogging thing over there. It's pretty nice. I love it. Dude, tell say your yeah, say your thing out loud too because I haven't been enjoying your blog updates as well. Thanks. Uh, you can find my blog blog at uh, my <laughs> webzone samdavies.me. <laughs> I'm also Mr. Beefy on the Twitters. If you would like to uh, if you would like to send us something uh, you like for the stuff other people like section, you can uh, always send us an email at stuff that other people like. No, wait. I don't know. <laughs> I think I think I think it's salmon ross like things at gmail.com. Oh yeah, right at the top. So salmon ross like things at gmail.com. Uh we totally check that email all the time. <laughs> you can, uh and around the time we're going to record, both Ross and I will put out a tweet saying, Hey, tell us some stuff you like. Put and out a tweet. If you follow us on Twitter, you'll see that and respond to it, and we'd gladly put it in. Thank you, Sam. Yeah. Thanks, everybody. I love doing the show. Thank you, listeners who have yet to name themselves. (laughs) Bye. Bye.